0: Speed, agility, power, I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here, handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion.
1: Yeah, I I, I was I, I'm just hi everybody. I know it's been a while. Um, hey. Jackson here. Vias is with me as always. Um, Hello. We're, I was just talking. I'm just looking over some uh, uh, some rosters here, and uh, we'll we'll. This is something we'll come back to. But um, first of all, I'm really excited to actually talk about hockey and talk about like current hockey because I haven't done that in a while. Weirdly, because. Throughout my life, there's always been been any hockey. Well, there hasn't been any hockey, but throughout my life, there's always been like some guy that I work with that just wants to talk about hockey all the time and is so excited. Uh And I don't have that. Your union
0: job doesn't have that?
1: No. Believe it or not. I've got there's a guy who works like casual who likes baseball. I talked to him about baseball and then I have like an old guy buddy who knows like old hockey. And we sometimes yeah. talk about that, but he's also <laughs> like a huge music guy and a huge movie guy. So we mostly just talk about that. And then,
0: uh Oh, they're, they're better to talk about.
1: Yeah. And then that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Whereas like all, all my old, like, like line cook jobs, there's always at least one, usually like three or four who just wants to talk about hockey all the time. But I was just saying that, um, and like I said, this is something we'll come back to probably later, but everybody's been saying that the Canucks are going to have to leapfrog the Flames and or the Kraken to make the playoffs. But looking through these rosters, uh, I think people are sleeping on the, the LA Kings as like a possible team that they could leapfrog. Um, just because looking at their roster, it doesn't look that good to me. But then again, I had to look up who some of these people are that I'm looking through right now. I'm just on cap friendly, just doing a very cursory look at um, the kind of like wild card tier of teams in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, I've
0: lost that sense of prediction because I, I don't know who people are anymore. So when I see it, I hear that. that I'm like, Oh, this is just a bunch of guys. Yeah, they could totally all be any like uh, overall eighty eighth on the current NHL video game. Yeah, right? like, totally. I, like, I don't know. Okay, I'm looking at this Anze Kopitar. <laughs> uh, like, who's this guy? Where did they give him the C? Yeah, of course. Um, Slovenia, <laughs> not a real place. This yeah, exactly. But no, but anyways, like right. yeah, like. I, I, I was always, I think in the last two years, I, I, whenever we'd start the season, I was like, well, LA is one of those teams that has probably, is probably better than rebuilding the Canucks. And by now I assume that they have some insane rebuild strategy where sure. I just assume that they're, they're getting better. And because they, what, they made the playoffs last year or the year before, like they, they did. they've made the playoffs, I think two years in a
1: row now or something. Something like
0: that. yeah, when you see when you see a team that you're like, I don't know anything about them, but they made the playoffs. I'm just like, oh, so they're about to get good, and so I just I make that assumption, and I'll, I'll wait till I'm proven wrong. But if if you're correct in that they're not able to do it again this year, um, if they're doing a connect, if they did a connect 2020 last year, mm-hmm. uh, and the Flames wait, or you saying the Kraken, Kraken is a team that's not going to do better. Well, even though they just got Kaler Yamamoto. Well, Jared I Bar- see. Bel- uh, Belmar is not that big.
1: This is, this is where um, th- this is. The, you know what? W- we should come back to this because I, I have a okay. long. I have a, a long drawn out thing to say about the sort of the tier of 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 hop over teams that that the Canucks need to be better than to have may, a may request in the
0: playoffs. Yeah. May I request? I really want to make a pet store run. Last place closes at nine today. It's yeah, you'll be fine. Right now,
1: yeah, we'll we'll make this one a quick one. I I don't think we have okay that much to Talk really get style? to. Yeah, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with the obvious one, um, because it's the one that's. I've biggest... actually,
0: uh, by the way, I'm actually home yeah. a lot
1: of evenings now.
0: Because okay, cool. Of the puppy. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we have. Can, we can For... do a few half hour, one hour episodes.
1: Oh, and honestly, like realistically, that's what we're gonna have to do probably now because I'm just too busy to uh, yeah. uh to do like long ones now and and especially with the we're, movie we're one like though that is my outlet for 2 hour podcasts now um good yeah. and like funnily enough <laughs> even though even though like we basically didn't get together for a real episode over the entire summer it feels like um uh we did On our patreon vacation. ones uh you know we kept yeah. up with that or whatever but we kept to uh, our
0: contractual commitments for yeah for
1: for, for how like long it's been since we've done a main feed one like i don't really feel like there's that much to talk about um
0: babcock thing is hilarious
1: yeah let's start let's start there one because that's because that's funny and i
0: don't have that much to say about it um it's just the best let them fight thing like i posted that in one of our group chats and i was like i've never had a better time to post this like and it's the funny and like it's not just two people you don't like it's Mm -hmm. two people who whose fan bases are all pretty much the same type of asshole that I don't respect and <laughs> yes, and it's yeah. so funny to watch them get mad because they're, they're both the old crusty I mean I Chicklets is just the younger version of the same crusty guy. It's a younger right? version like, of
1: the same guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's so I guess you're seeing yeah you're just, is, <laughs> upcoming Thanksgiving, one of those you know in the US, they're talking about like, no. oh, the Thanksgiving table is going to be weird. Like, yeah, this is the Canadian Thanksgiving table between the dad and the son about Biz nasty and Babcock. Oh yeah, I'm referring to Paul Bissonnette, obviously. Of course, yeah. Well, and, the, uh, the Chicklets guy. I don't, yeah. cond- I don't condone. Yeah, I don't condone his behavior. It is funny to see him break rank and just like post text conversations.
1: It, it like, is pretty funny. It,
0: yeah. Go ahead. No,
1: I was just going to say it's one of those things that that is like um you know, I don't just because someone sucks doesn't mean they they can't be of use occasionally. Absolutely. I mean look at look at like Absolutely. Glenn Greenwald. He, he had lots of uses for a long time even though he sucks. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Like it's uh it, it's it's what I'm saying here is uh Paul Bissonette is the Glenn Greenwald of hockey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we're back yeah folks. we can all remember the time we can all remember the time that wait hold on i'll tell you when we're back we can all remember yeah. the time that glenn greenwald told jd burke to lick his balls yeah i remember that clearly um yeah yeah very clearly uh the uh yeah I, which i was against which i was against oh, yeah, JD, which was bad the you, yeah. I, I was, jd i was against comma jd yes
1: yeah of course <laughs> um the uh, <laughs> yeah, the 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 Babcock thing. I I've I've been uh, very uh, happy to listen to Canucks talk again, uh, because it means that I have shit to mm-hmm. listen to now at work. Uh, I was like, I was really struggling
0: there for a while. Uh, I, I, I believe... imagine you like trying to listen to movies or trying to listen to directors commentaries of movies <laughs> you've already seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, You're no, like, it
0: oh, was... oh fuck, that's that's the same, right? Yeah, yeah it I was uh,
1: Justin's show helped a lot. Um, because he's got a movie podcast mm-hmm. as well, that's good, and so that helped. Except the problem was, I was on two of those, so that I couldn't, you know, that wasn't like new listening, or that's whatever. a shame. And then, um, uh, and then Blowback, thank God, Blowback dropping in August, right in the club. God bless. Um, but uh, yeah, I listened to it
0: all in a week, I think. Yeah. yeah, same,
1: yeah, I but yeah, Canuck's talk is back, which is great because I have something to listen to, to at work now. Um, and they had on Sean Sean Gentilly the other day, and he, he, I think he sort of said the best thing about this, which is just like that. As soon as the news came out, he was basically like, "Yeah, that seems like something a weird person would do." Like that, that tracks. Like it's not the photos not thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not necessarily even like that bad in comparison to other things you've heard about Mike Babcock but it just seems like a weird guy who doesn't really understand he, other human beings like it seems like something that that type of person would do and uh, yeah
0: let me let me explain what happened and poke sure. holes like for yeah. the listener and poke holes in parts that I haven't heard yet or forgot he had a meeting with uh, captain of the jackets Boone Jenner and he's starting coaching this year yeah. Uh, and he, he asked him for photos. Uh, like he asked him for access to his iCloud or whatever. To his phone so he could pictures, look, basically. Yeah. So he could look at those photos, I guess, on his own on Apple TV. Or Already weird. Or it to everybody yeah. else. And then it came out that. So uh, Biznasty said that. And then Jenner and Babcock and the Jackets came out with a statement denying that. And then Bisnasty doubled down being like, no, I literally have a text from Jenner saying that this happened and now the nhlpa is directly investigating i heard right. marty walsh is going to columbus party marty awesome good for yeah, him yeah i've never heard of the i don't know i guess i didn't pay attention to nhlpa stuff much maybe just because i assumed that the leadership was bad and mm-hmm. yeah, marty walsh is a really interesting figure at least yes uh, yeah. He, he piques my interest and so Hearing about him walking into, Columbus, like, who visits Columbus, right? Who, who voluntarily does that? It must be for a good reason. So. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, the thing I will looking, say looking about, to that.
1: about Party Marty is that he uh, he seems very, like, big dicked, if nothing else. You know, like, I don't yeah. know if he's going to be, like, the best uh, PA leader, but he seems like he has, like, more teeth than they've had in, in
0: quite some yeah. time, yes. which is
1: great um
0: yeah and and also the other thing is like he he's not beholden to the like i'm sure he's beholden to a lot of interests in hockey sure. yeah. but he's new to hockey he yeah. doesn't have this like these long relationships with uh with the owners and that no and stuff he's a labor like, guy which is good yeah which is good and and but even if he was a labor guy him showing up last week versus him growing up with all these guys yeah, totally. and not wanting to piss them off like that's I love that. That's kind of like Gillis coming in. He's like Gillis knew everybody hated him. Did it yeah. end up working against him? Yeah, there, yeah, there's things he could have done. It could have been different, but like definitely for for the job for a job like NHLPA, exact. Uh, I do I do like this. Uh, and,
1: and, so, and you know, it's worth this, noting yeah, too. What a weird uh,
0: guy. As we spoke
1: to, uh, uh, as we spoke about with uh, with Patrick Johnson, like Marty's pitch was was mo- was more. Uh, it had way more teeth than Mike's for for mm-hmm. whatever it's worth. You know, Mike was like kind of his pitch had a lot to do with like maximizing uh kind of new avenues for players to uh exercise power and to uh to make money like more merchandising more uh sponsorships like shit like that yeah and then yeah. um and trying to like build up the brand so that these players have more um Sort of like they might not necessarily have more collective power, but they have more in- individual power because they have like name recognition and other ways of yeah. Probably looking
0: at the basketball model and seeing how exactly there and then. But yeah. and then Party
1: Marty was just was just like we're gonna um what we're gonna use the existing levers that already exist, but we're just gonna actually use them. And we are going <laughs> to grind more money out of the owners, which I don't know which of those strategies is like actually better, but I know which one I like more. <laughs> um, but yeah, as as far as the as far as the Babcock thing goes, um, it's just like it it um, it. I think it's it really it's really revealing about Mike Babcock's personality, which is that he's like the most fundamental thing about him is that. He's like an awkward, uh, insecure nerd. He's he's not a Chad at all. Like, it, you if you were to look at Mike Babcock and Bruce Boudreaux and say, just based on appearance, like, oh, who which one of these guys is the Chad? You might get slipped up, but like, you know, Bruce Boudreaux would never do something like this. Bruce Boudreaux would be like, I would love to see pictures of your vacation because that seems like fun. And I would like you to show them to me because I want to see if you had fun at the, uh, you know, the chicken guy in Florida with the big uh, picture of Guy Fieri and the sign, the wall that just
0: says flavor on it. I totally um, guess that the chicken guy was a guy. Fieri. Restaurant. Nice. I had yeah. no prior knowledge. That's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, like uh Is
0: there of the two, which one's the wrestling? I mean, I guess maybe you could say Br- Bru is more obviously the wrestling fan, I guess. Yeah, but, definitely. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and I have a thing to say about how weird Bagback is further after that.
1: Yeah. So so basically my, my point is just like you can tell that that he's coming in and in all of these situations, like he's coming in and he's like, I'm the alpha. Like I'm the one who's in charge. And uh, you know, I, I there's certainly examples of it being of that style being effective. Uh, there's even uh, examples of it arguably I guess being effective for Mike Babcock like he's won a Stanley Cup. But I um I've been watching that uh, or I just finished that uh Dorktown um Minnesota Vikings documentary and they talk so much about Bud Grant like it's it's impossible to to get away from and I and I don't blame them because he's like the most probably like the most compelling guy in the whole history of the Vikings and he was like a very early example of what I think is the most effective type of coach which is a coach who treats his job as being a collaborator so like he sure like it's his job to draw plays or to you know like direct what uh the players are going to do or determine like overall strategy but at the same time like if he has a play he you know and he did many times like have players with really unique skill sets and he would bring them into the process because he would be like well i know how to coach like normal players but i don't necessarily know how to Coach like a guy who like a quarterback who's playing like it's 2001 in 1975 or whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. and so, anyways, this is just a, a long winded way of basically saying that <laughs> like I, I just think that uh Babcock is just revealing himself to just be a complete fucking dinosaur, um, and and it doesn't I'm I'm not like mad about it. It's not like I don't find it outrage inducing so much as i just think it just shows what a weird lame nerd he is and how insecure he clearly is that he wants to like look through people's phones like what are the chances that you think that he just wanted that to see if anybody like took a screenshot of someone like doing a tweet about him or like talking shit about him or something because like that's that yeah honestly is the thing that makes the most sense to me
0: yeah or or like i don't know the detail maybe, maybe it was that he just wanted to like show me your phone and let me see the last nine photos you took and i can i can i can say more about you than i than i uh like like it'll be indicative of what your character is yeah uh, i could see that as like some weird power move in in, in a job interview that he does or like in yeah. players that he does um, so I I don't know the details. What if if it is true that he keeps them for his private records? Though mm. the man just was was just coaching the Saskatchewan Huskies, yeah. University of Saskatchewan Huskies team, having the, being in possession of university age children's yeah. photos. Yeah, think about the screenshots they take. Think about yeah. Yeah. how people in situations share photos, and he. I quickly leap to the conclusion, not not the conclusion, but to the worry that like, what are the odds that he, I don't know, he saw like underage people nude, right? And he ha- was in possession of those photos. Like if yeah. this happened in Saskatchewan as well, if yeah. what is Biz Nasty, I should not call him that. That's eh, awful. Yeah. Uh, call this in that, if, if what he said is totally true, then that's the first thing, like, I think people should have been asked. Like, I hope somebody's talking to Saskatchewan about that. Yeah, that's um, that's entirely I have second, I have a second. I have a second thing to raise. I, I, I've got his Wikipedia page opened up, just to, sure. which was just to confirm that he was with the, the U of S. But I noticed, the, okay, his big reputation came with two teams, right? The Ducks and the Red Wings. Yeah. He gets hired for the coaching gig with the Ducks after being in the AHL for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh like doing pretty well. I think it was 74, 59, 20 and 7 record. Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. Pre pre-lockout. It's good. But to be named head coach of the Ducks in late 2002, mm-hmm. the year that they were like within a year, he was in the Stanley Cup final. Like that team was already obviously amazing. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much of a fact like there's only there's only so much impact a coach is gonna have. I assumed he was with them for years and like built that team into what it was. No, he got there uh, because of the O2, J.S. O2, and Paul Correa. Yeah. Basically. Like, yeah. It, He, he
1: so, has so built he,
0: his reputation on
1: having really good teams and like, you know,
0: I mean. And and, I, and then yeah. becoming the Red Wings coach right in the middle yeah. of, of their, like right in the middle of their dynasty, pretty much. So if yeah, you look totally. at it as like a dozen years of a dynasty, right? Like he got extremely lucky with his teams yeah. and then bam, turns it into like $50 million, the Leafs. And yeah. then you really see how good he was. And I don't know how his, I, it's It's interesting to see how people's reputations get built. And then you look at it and it's really built on it's paper thin, it feels like.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure think, he's
0: think, a good coach in some yeah, ways, but
1: like, I don't think he's a bad coach, but I, I think no. that with a lot it's overblown of overblown, though, right? Yeah. With a lot of coaches, like it can be really tough, like the you this is one of those things where, like, coaching is a watch the games thing coaching is a thing that like first of all we generally are just very bad at evaluating coaches in general um because the the sort of the things that they affect and what they do is so granular that the average person just can't really perceive it um mm-hmm. or it yeah. it just goes over their head um, but yeah. like, uh, you, you know, I, I would say like, like the, the real way to get a sense of whether a coach is like good or not is watch a team and get a sense of how much of a continuity and how much of an identity they have. And then also like, okay, take away, like, like basically, um, I don't know, it, uh, this might be controversial, but like, I take a look at like Seattle Last season, and I think Dave Haxtell is probably a pretty good coach because he coached a team that had what essentially looks like a bunch of guys and a shitty goaltender to beating the like they and he took that team and they knocked yeah. off the champs in the
0: first round yeah. of the playoffs. So, like, the key for me there, what luck, you said is about, but you know, is about goalie. To do that, yeah. to outpace a bad goalie, I, I think is is a is a good measure. Is one measure, but it's a good measure.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and I, I will say too, while we're on the note of bad coaches or like shitty coaches, uh, we should probably also just remark on the fact that Bill Peters got hired in uh, the WHL. I want to say, yeah, in Rocky somewhere. And <laughs> big that's, fart noise. Yeah, big fart noise. I think it's something we are going to probably revisit um Later, yes. uh potentially, just it, when it kind of is um, more relevant to other things that we're talking about. But I, I figured as long as we're talking about Mike Babcock, I should just put a mm-hmm. a yeah, note I on agree. that 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 happened and that it was stupid and that we'll talk about it a little bit more later. Um, you know, uh the reputation
0: to say, of I'll, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Finish no, I was start. just gonna say is
1: all. I all I have to say about that is one. Um, all I think really all you need. To know is is what akim Alu uh said about it and you just direct people to go look up what he said about it uh because i thought he spoke very eloquently about it and obviously bill peters didn't um didn't ever try to talk to akim Alu until literally like a week before he was going to get hired for this job so that tells you all you need to know and then you know we've talked about his rap sheet before but um uh, take a look at that and then consider the fact that he is going to be te- uh coaching children like no one older than 21 years old at the at the very oldest and potentially as young as 16 or even 15 and if uh you know someone were were to get exceptional status or whatever and obviously we know that like NHL players are not very enlightened when it comes to uh like social issues or whatever but uh if that's the foot you're going to start them off on in like high level hockey then uh you know they still deserve certainly a lot of responsibility and a lot of blame but like what how high can your expectations really be <laughs> like yes. the person who's teaching you how to be a professional is literally just some asshole basically um so anyways mm-hmm. uh, uh any final thoughts on the
0: babcock thing before we move on um no i uh hold on one, one second. no no worries. I I feel I feel bad for Johnny Gaudreau and and pitching himself to like the rest of his career of this team okay. uh I hope yeah, you know actually the the one of the first things I thought of uh when I first saw it is how it's, like John Turrello was the coach there not long ago right was it yeah, of course was he the most recent coach there
1: uh it's, no it's it was just, um it was
0: I want to say Brad Shaw
1: was coached there for a moment like or something like as an interim, Isn't... maybe um,
0: after yeah. being let go by Torts, uh, Torts by was the,
1: Torts was the <clears throat> most. Uh, yeah, well, he he went to go follow Torts. And then I want to say here, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to very quickly look this up. Just uh, just ra- just like, anyways, back here for a second. Yeah,
0: my my uh, my final my my final thought was just it's a funny contrast to see how much everybody hated Tortorella. and look, Torella does deserve a lot of criticism. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I do not agree with him on most things. Uh, he's it's just, it is funny to root for him in, in contrast to the people who hate him. Um, yeah, it is. And I so agree. then have Mike Babcock come in. And the first thing he does before he's even coached in training camp is, uh, uh, it turns out the coach was like, through everybody's his phones. Yeah, uh, totally. Like weird. this goes back to the <laughs> thing that to, I've always has to said get about. Investigated. Like this, this was, is crazy.
1: Yeah. This goes back to the thing I've always said about John Tortorella, which is like John Tortorella, if if you're going to compare it to like teachers you've had, like John Tortorella is just the teacher who yells at people all the time. And then like people, someone like Mike Babcock is like the teacher who gets uh, fired or resigns in disgrace because he like threw a book at someone you know or like or like yeah yes you know things that i won't say but like or
0: looked through his kids yeah yeah, sure exactly (laughs) yeah um
1: so uh no uh so i i i this is what i fucked up it was brad larson um and bradshaw was an assistant with uh with uh um uh torts so i just i got the two mixed up so it's yeah it was, yeah, gotcha. it was gotcha. Torts and then Brad Larson and then Babcock. So yeah there's some real oscillating between different types of coaches there but I mean yeah Mike Babcock infinitely worse person than John Tortorella I think. I think the the I think we could pretty much prove that honestly. Um so yeah uh moving on to the most important I think and biggest piece of news uh of the off season which the Canucks have a captain finally and it's Quinn Hughes. Um, which is interesting. Uh, it's not, I think, that surprising because I, I think they sort of um telegraphed this a little bit at the end of last year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah. they especially when they said that they were gonna name a captain. Um I don't know. do you do you have any thoughts on, on Well they're Quinn they
0: were having I, I agree, they're they're telegraphing at the end. Like they were having him do the I think the last ten games he was kind of the official spokesperson for the team. Yeah. And immediately everybody's talking about him as captain material. And then everybody is kind of gassing that story up. And so the writing was on the wall. It was going to happen. And I wonder what it meant in relation to Patterson's contract stuff. I think mm-hmm. I need to read a bit more to understand that better. Um, I know people were talking about it this week as yeah. proof that it's going pretty badly on that front, but I mean, was it also going pretty badly in the last week of last season? I imagine that things didn't really move yet at that point. Um, yeah. I mean, Although this, is, this has this been perfect. a tire fire since Boudreaux got fired. Certainly.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is perfect because because these are two like very uh, closely connected things. And so I think it makes sense to just sort of talk about them in conjunction with one another. Uh, the the Pedersen contract thing is interesting because – so – I guess I'll I'll start by saying that it was clear Quinn Hughes was going to be named captain when they said they were going to name a captain this season and they Mm -hmm. approached and they went into training camp basically without Pedersen signed. That was obvious. Like I, because at that point it's like, okay, well there's, there were only two guys they could have named captain. And if one of them doesn't have a contract, then it was clearly going to be the other guy. But mm-hmm. from what I've heard, mm-hmm. like basically everywhere and from everyone, Pedersen did not want to be the captain, anyways. And so, I I, I think that. Petters-
0: and he also went to support. He was like one of the three players to support him at the press conference. So it yeah. erases for me any notion that he was like in competition with Quinn about I it. I don't think and so. He was and, upset that he didn't get it. Yeah,
1: and I think I think Pedersen's contract situation has more to do. With Quinn Hughes being named captain, then Quinn Hughes being named captain does with Pedersen's contract situation, if that
0: makes sense. Um, it, it it does, but I'm not going to spend time trying to think of the logic behind it. Sure, it yeah. makes it makes sense. It feels like it makes sense. Yeah. So,
1: um, what yeah. I, the the other Pedersen related thing is that, like. You know, obviously this is going to be a dark cloud, like hanging over the entire season, probably, which I'm really not looking forward to for a bunch of different reasons. But I will say that I I am not sounding the alarm bell really on it because I think the simplest explanation isn't like, oh, he wants to see how good the team is going to do or oh he doesn't like it here or he wants to see if this is going to happen or blah, blah, blah. i really think the simplest explanation is patterson is smart like regular person smart not just hockey person smart yeah. <clears throat> and he mm-hmm. is not going to be like these like 80 iq 7 foot tall farm boys who are like oh you want to offer me eight years and eight million dollars Wow golly gee gosh where do I sign <laughs> like he's gonna be like so the cap's going up next year and you want to sign me now
0: yeah cool we'll talk at the end of the season yeah like like I, I think I, the Canu- the Canucks could have had amazing management decisions happen uh-huh. let's erase every horrible thing this team has done mm-hmm. in the last two years yeah. Patterson still does the exact same decision.
1: I kind of think so. Yeah, it's
0: it's it, it it's it's his contract year. Why the? F- yeah. And you're you're one of the best. You're arguably well. You're the best Swede in the league. You're yeah. one of the best centers in the league. Yeah. Why the fuck would you sign a contract? Of course. Like it's, imagine
1: it's, imagine he goes it's off. So I'm just I'm just like I I really mean this. It's not the most likely outcome by any means but it is within the range of possible outcomes that Elias Pedersen goes off this year for like 120 points gets like MVP
0: votes Leon numbers. anyways
1: yeah yeah um gets Selkie votes you know like you know, and obviously, even a few on these things, right? Like, it's it's possible, is all I'm saying. It's, I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's likely, mm-hmm. it could happen though. And, and it is once again possible that Elias Pedersen, with the cap going up and with himself in this unique situation where he's coming off another career year, puts himself in the conversation to be the highest played player in the sport. And why would you not? take that like because the the worst case scenario is he has like a season that's just good like a regular good season for him or he like gets hurt or something and he signs the deal that they offered him at the start of the season
0: so I really like I do
1: think it's like legal
0: malpractice for an agent to let a player do that exactly yeah doesn't matter what team no contract length, or like, like, just, just the pure fact he's at the end of his contract and he's good. And it, exactly, even before the cap going up, right? Like, yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I think, like, yes, that's an important factor. That's another reason for him to wait. But like, just those two facts is his contract year. If you're an age, if, if your player, your agent should absolutely be telling you, like, don't fucking look at that contract until the end of the year. Like, exactly. It's yeah. a contract here. Make make us money. Like it's exactly, people are putting yeah. way too many random projections onto this. It's a lot less complicated. I agree with you. It's a lot less complicated than everyone's it. And
1: That doesn't mean that he's a lock to sign here. But it it just I still think like uh, you the you would need pretty good odds, I think, still to bet against him signing here
0: yeah.
1: at the end of the season right now. Now, the conversation could change significantly if their start to this season is as bad as it was last season. But for now, it's not time to sound the alarm bells yet. And so circling back to the Quinn Hughes uh, captain thing, um, and because it does tie into this a little bit, I think it's interesting that one of the things that was brought up about why he was named captain... Was that basically he gets along with everyone? That was mentioned a bunch of times, and one of the things that I think it was Rick Tockett like said that sort of you know got the the gears turning in my brain was that he's good with everyone. He can hang out with anyone, basically. Like I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but. Basically, he sort of alluded to the fact that the Canucks locker room is kind of a clicky, I guess, for lack of a better word. And I thought that was really interesting because I think that that um, points to the idea that, you know, Elias Pettersson does not get along with everyone. And right. Yeah, we heard an, we
0: heard the Miller Pedersen stuff, especially over the it, summer. Pretty like got quite confirmed.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a thing, and I mean, I it I think it's you can see how much of a thing it is by just looking at. Do you remember when he was asked about it?
0: Yeah, because somebody yeah, I do. did
1: did ask you, him
0: where he talked about Miller. Wait, you're talking about Hughes or
1: uh, Pedersen? Uh, Pedersen being asked about. Yeah, Miller. wait.
0: We, I, and he said he was hot-headed, and they don't agree with on everything. But like, he, he, yeah, gave, a, like, he gave as good of an answer as anybody was going to give.
1: It was the it was thing. the most um uh like I I believe his answer was uh the he uh, he's a te- he's my teammate, and I respect him. I'm going to see if I can find. I think I have a have the quote here.
0: Yeah, no, um, that's 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 what I remember as well.
1: Okay, here we go. I think so uh JT, we're not a lot alike and we're both very competitive with our job and motivated to win, so there are still things to bring us together too. Uh Elias, all I care about is I want to win. These guys just want to win to get there. It's not going to be an easy process, but I think we're all up for the challenge and are ready to do the hard work and go there get there because winning is fun. And then yeah, somewhere else, um he said something like he's my teammate and I uh respect him um which is like and and yeah he even alluded to yeah here it is we've had our differences but he's a teammate that i respect remember that this is nhl hockey that is like as close to getting a player on the record to admit they don't get along
0: with someone and so that's true, that's true. I, I i will say it- the The gap between that and a video coming out of a them fighting at training camp is yeah. not a lot.
1: <laughs> and so, what I what I will say as a as a means of of teasing what we're going to talk about at the end of the episode is, if things don't go well, the Pedersen Miller dynamic is going to be really interesting uh, to watch. Maybe just specifically for me. <laughs> um. But it's something that I both uh, dread and look forward to in equal measure. Um, but yeah, Quinn Hughes, captain, makes sense. He's locked up. He's their best player who's locked up for the longest. Um, and I think he's a guy who could potentially be part of a pseudo rebuild without it totally killing them. Um,
0: oh, he's got to be. That's, that's what he signed up for with that. Yeah. So.
1: Um, but I mean, even, even a like post Elias Pedersen rebuild, right? Um, no, yeah. And, which, and then, which is in possible. the cards. Yeah, it's in the cards. And then, um,
0: That's the other happening. thing too
1: is if you look at, um, the, the team in its entirety, there was only one guy on the team who you could realistically say is the best player at his position in franchise history. And so when you look at it that way, it probably really wasn't a hard decision. Like, That's true. well, no matter That's how I, yeah. how bad everything else fucks up, this guy will go down as the the best player at his position in franchise history, at least for the foreseeable future. So, you mm-hmm. know, we're gonna pin our our um our our wagon to him or whatever. Um,
0: yeah, I, th- I think it also helps that Quinn comes from like a, he comes from one of those prestigious hockey families. Totally. Like, yeah. Both his parents are extremely influential in hockey. I think his his mom is like the uh, I forgot what it was. There, there's something about I think his mom being like one of the best power skating coaches out yeah, there. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I probably have that wrong, but yeah. I, but I know that like her resume is crazy impressive. They uh, have really then,
1: uh uh really strong like behind the scenes resumes um with I think particularly yeah. the US development program. Um, but that, once again, yeah. I'm kind of and, I'm kind of just going off of vibes and what I vaguely remember hearing about. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, not to say, like, oh, he comes from a good family. That means he's a better person. He's like, no, no, he's probably better at negotiating a locker room. Uh, he's he's not learning on the fly. He's probably learned, like, good yeah. attitudes about that uh, since he was little. Yeah. Um, so. I think I think that's part of the pedigree. And that's the kind of thing that somebody like Tocket probably saw and knew going in, was like, that's probably my guy. Um Yeah, totally. Yeah. My my final point uh is is just I'm gonna repeat the tweet from the account. Oh, sure. Uh is that it's really funny because when I first became a fan, I remember every night on the radio, even when the Canucks were winning, yeah, everybody was getting mad at Nazland. Or yeah. not raising his hands up, or like, like whenever he'd score, like he he was yeah. so stoic on ice. Like he he'd score like an end to end for shot goal unassisted, yeah. uh, just some insane move that that you've seen on highlight reels. Totally. And then he he looks like he doesn't look like Quinn Hughes, but he, he he's expressionless.
1: Yeah, uh, the, yeah, the yeah the I other saw guy who the guys, did that but... was uh, Radom Verbata. Do you remember that?
0: That was a whole thing in his I, like I do, but, but him, but yeah. I I do remember that it is it is exactly like that except yeah. that, but not not encounter it, but like Naslund being the captain, yes, and yeah. I think him being like the first European captain and one of the few, and there's a lot of rhetoric around oh, like God, oh, you're, yeah. a European Endless. can't win a cup yet. It was yeah, until Liz from won it in 2009. Like that yeah. was that was a big talking point, point. Uh, and so people just piled on Naslin, like even when he was doing well, like. Oh, he's not he's not really hard uh, really heart and soul guy. He's not captain material. Why we should have picked Jovanovski instead or it should be Brkuzier or, or whatever. God. Could you imagine? And, uh, could uh, you
1: imagine either of those guys being like I mean I,
0: I I I it would have been
1: it wouldn't have been good. The, the <laughs> it only guy have that they, well the only guy that they could have the only other guy on that team that they could have given the C to was Trevor obviously, because he already had it. Um, but, like, yeah. God, Captain Todd Bertuzzi? Like, the idea not, of Todd Bertuzzi having to talk to the <laughs> media every day
0: is so funny. <laughs> Anyways, please continue. Uh, oh, sidebar. I yeah. uh, So, well, one, obviously I got a puppy. Uh, yes, it, yeah. like, you know this information. I got, course, I got a puppy yeah. recently. It has taken over my life. Uh, and that was something I've always wanted as as a kid, always wanted one. Um, uh-huh. And I also bought off marketplace, uh, a, like an early two thousand dark Orca Bertuzzi jersey with the with and the maroon trim, right? With the maroon trim, yeah. With 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 like even putting on putting it on and feeling the forty. Like I love jerseys that have two big numbers on it. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's like I like when I got my Longo jersey. In 2008, I was like, "Ah, oh, just the one on here." Kind of yep. wish, yep. kind of wish there was more depth. Of, but like, totally. yeah, I I bought the Berlusconi jersey, and I feel so fucking good wearing it. And I'm god, I'm, that rocks. I think it's I think it's my favorite jersey on right now. Definitely. But uh, anyways, the point is like, considering how people thought of Naslin back then, yeah, I don't think the same thing's gonna happen. It's, it's very funny given how Quinn looks like, even on the best days, and he scores four points. He looks like he's fully and constantly comp- t- contemplated the consequences of heat death. Like, Absolutely. yes. It's, it's 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 so funny where things have gone. I don't think anything's going to come of it. No,
1: I don't either, but I, he is the I kind of can't
0: see yeah, uh,
1: He's the perfect captain. Like he's the perfect avatar for the fan base at least because oh, like yes. I I and I'm I'm like restating something that I also posted, but like he just constantly looks like he is either sad or like thinking like, am I standing in the right place? Like, like not like <laughs> not on the ice so much, but just like as soon as you take him off the ice, like he he always looks like he's like, should I be doing something with my hands? Like, like just yeah. unsure of where he's supposed to be mm-hmm. or what he should be doing. And it's like that is the that's the Vancouver Canucks is like. Kind of sad. Yeah. Also, am I supposed to be here, or did you want me to be so- over there
0: doing that? Um, I love that. <laughs> that's really good. I'm, that's, Just, I'm very happy. Just resigned, it. resigned, and unsure of himself at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and not not helpful. It's all those three together, and totally. you're right. He is the perfect. He is the perfect pick. Yeah, I, I think. I think if if like oh if Miller got chosen, Jesus uh that was never gonna happen at least was never gonna get chosen yeah. there's nobody else that could have really chosen, and i think i would have been upset with anybody else so okay well oh, we'll that, see um yeah go, go to yeah go to your last point but i guess like mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna keep this one short and we'll touch on whatever happens in the training camp in the future of course yeah we'll touch there's on not else in the future get a little on, more in depth on thing, the guess, micro level stuff. there
1: really isn't that much to um no to, to talk about yet so i i just kind of want no, to just like
0: i'm gonna, what am i going to talk about Philip getting yeah
1: getting a no. gym
0: uh, membership i guess like yeah I, exactly gonna,
1: like... i want to just kind of uh uh talk more on a macro level start back where we were sort of right uh at the beginning of the episode which is like um you know this season feels r- at least like the most interesting in several years to follow Because it feels and I know I feel like I say this before every season, but this one really is different in terms of like the wide range of outcomes um, that the team could could have. Because the difference this season is that there's actually stakes if they're if they're bad, right? Like most seasons. The Canucks are bad, and it's like, well, yeah, the Canucks are bad and they suck, and it's more of the same.
0: But with this season, and it just adds to the pile of reasons for things. Whereas this season,
1: at least there's the possibility that if they're really, really shitty and they really, really suck, that they could lose their best player, which I'm not saying is good or like something that I want to happen, but it's at least something. It's at least interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's at least like it's at least dangling that little bit of catharsis that if they fuck this up, there's at least the possibility that there could actually be consequences that go beyond like people make fun of them. Or it's kind of embarrassing on Hockey Night in Canada when someone throws a jersey like we're talking like possible open revolt and losing your best player. And that's at least interesting. That's something Um,
0: for sure. And then
1: on the on the other like side of things like you know I, I like I said, I was looking at all these rosters and stuff and and you know, I see a lot of teams that have the same floor as Vancouver or at least like a similar floor maybe uh you know like like I, if you look at teams like say uh Calgary, Nashville, St Louis, Minnesota, um, well, LA, maybe like they all kind of have like the Canucks might have a slightly lower floor, but they all kind of have that floor of like a team that looked at least like they were kind of in it until like March, you know, um, um, mm. Uh, and 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 I mean that in, in a real sense and not in the fake like, oh, well, they're only six points back, but then you like look at the fine print and the team in front of them has played like three less games. And so they're actually like 12 points back. Um, yeah. You know, but then. Obviously, when you look at those same teams and like, uh, oh, the Kraken would be in there as well. I don't know if I said them, but like. Most of those teams, in fact, all of those teams don't have Elias Patterson or Quinn Hughes, so that's something. But as I was saying earlier, um, because you asked me about the Kraken, um, and this is my this is sort of the 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 one that's been sticking in my head a lot recently. Like, I I think this that that middle tier of the Pacific division, there's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of um, room there for a team to surprise or, or for, you know, any, anyone from, you know, that, that group of Vancouver, Seattle, Calgary, and LA to finish in any order potentially. But I Mm -hmm. do think it's weird that so many people seem to think that like LA is a lock to be as good as they were last year or, or comparable and that Calgary is so is like obviously due for a bounce back. And that Seattle is obviously the team that's due to drop because Seattle really, when you look at the numbers, their fluke year was their first year rather than last year. Um, both yeah. seasons, they yeah, were, which, we, like,
0: which we've talked about before.
1: Yeah. Like they, they, they've been pretty good and the goaltending killed them. And then last season, the goaltending was still bad, but it didn't completely kill them. Their best player is 19. And they didn't really lose anybody that important. Like, you know, they lost like Daniel Sprong, but then they went and got Kayler Yamamoto. So that seems like a, that seems like a lateral move. I don't know. Um, and, With Calgary, you know, their roster looks good on paper. Like it looks pretty deep on paper, but like, I just think you can't um, underestimate the importance of vibes and they have all these old players that all seem like they kind of either don't want to be there, uh, but are stuck or literally like will not be there as of next season. And I don't yeah, know. That's like, a ticking I could, time bomb over there. It really seems like it. And so, you know, I understand short term. It is a real
0: wild card in the division.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, short term. Yeah. Like I could see why you would say, oh, they'll bounce back and and um, Seattle all fall off or whatever. And I understand that with regards to the Canucks, like next season is really the only thing anyone's thinking about, but certainly long term. Seattle's way better positioned than than Calgary is. Like they are, Calgary is basically we're waiting to determine whether or they are the twenty eleven twelve Canucks, the 2012-13 Canucks, or the 2013-14 Canucks, because <laughs> they're <laughs> one of those teams, and we just don't know which one they are yet. Um, but they could they could totally have the yeah I, I can't.
0: I can't decide which of those next teams I'm dressing up for on Halloween.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, But yeah, I, I you know, I, I look at these rosters and stuff and just as, I guess, kind of a final thought uh, with regards to the Canucks, I do see a path to them being pretty good, but I, I feel like it requires more assumptions than the path to them just being bad again, or being like, Just mediocre or not like not great because basically, when you look at their like strategy, oh, and one thing that that um we never got to talk about, but that is worth just making a note because it it uh it goes with the point I was going to make, anyways, is the Canucks did make a signing between uh last time we did one of these and today, which is they signed uh Pia Suter for 2 years at 1.6 and all of if you look yeah, at It all sounds of
0: them, like one of the people who was like putting Galileo on trial or something that's I don't know. that's
1: true yeah that's exactly what it's <laughs> like,
0: like a dutch a dutch impressionist painter or something yeah
1: somebody who who got who had like very strong opinions about the eucharist you know <laughs>
0: like like <laughs> yeah, the whether
1: the bread became god or god became the bread or you know whatever um but yeah uh, something that uh, that I that I can like very clearly see when I look at the moves that they've made since the trade deadline so like everything leading up to the trade deadline was just nuts and then they did a nuts thing by trading for Philip peronic and then everything they did after that because their season was such a tire fire has been can we normal ourselves into a playoff spot? Like, if we just try to do yeah. what a normal person would do, maybe we can make the playoffs and 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 give the team we play a good run for their money, or even win a round or whatever. And it feels a lot like um, Vincent, adult man. I don't know if you ever watched uh, BoJack. I Orsman. don't. I don't.
0: No, I never did. But no. there's like
1: a recurring bit in that show. Where um, one of the main characters, she dates a guy named Vincent Adult Man, who is very clearly like three kids in a trench coat, like the little rascals. But no one ever quite catches on because they're just not really paying attention. Um, And she is like hopelessly naive. And then everyone else is just kind of like not really paying attention. And so they just go about their business. And this clearly a child is just able to like continually like you know hang out at Hollywood parties without like anyone ever catching on that he's like nine or whatever. Um yeah. And that's kind of what what it feels like the Canucks have have been doing where they're they're kind of like very awkwardly trying to be like we're normal. We're adults. And because no one's paid Yeah, we can at least <laughs> Yeah. Every, everyone is just like okay yeah sure yeah oh they they didn't sign any dumb free agents or make any stupid trades like maybe you know maybe they're gonna normal their way to a playoff spot but you look at the actual team construction and it's like they are literally one injury away from being a non-functional <laughs> yeah. hockey team
0: yeah and can you remind me did we have a pick this year, uh, like a first round pick, you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, they used it on Tom Volander, and I was very pissed off
0: about it. No, 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 sorry. Have we given up a pick, our oh. upcoming first round pick?
1: Uh, no, no, we have oh. our, our twenty uh, 23 2020, 20, sorry, 2024, first.
0: 2024. Yeah, yeah, Oof. okay, so that's good. Then, then the, the year's not totally over yet,
1: no, not yet.
0: Even before it started,
1: but yeah, you uh, you look yeah. at the, you just, you look at the construction, and it's like they still have J T. Miller as their second line center, a guy who has never been an effective center for more than like twenty games, and is thirty. Um,
0: and yeah, don't don't look at the cap genius for or whatever it's called. Cap, cap friendly. Cap friendly. When yeah. You, when you, You see how soon Miller's the only person signed, and for how much longer that is, yeah, totally
1: hilariously. Uh, in the only two forwards they have signed for 2025 26 are JT Miller and Connor Garland. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Um, and yeah, you know, I I look around and and it's like I like what they've done, like, uh, I, I think. Uh, Pia Suter is a great uh, third line center like way better than Teddy Bluger. They've really like they really addressed that problem um, but he's not a second line center and maybe neither is JT Miller and then you go on down the, the list and it's like oh yeah Andre Kuzmenko shot like 30% last season and they don't really have a competent backup goalie and their defense is still Quinn Hughes and a bunch of guys. It's just that the bunch of guys got like um it's it's like they they the the G is 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 a cow is a uppercase G now. So they're at least like they're they're still like random dudes, but they're at least random dudes that are of some um, you know. Uh, some level of respect around the league. Uh, they're deluxe fifth defenseman or whatever, as opposed to just like Derek Pouliot or whatever. Um, but yeah, I all the I, stars I, are here. All the stars are here. Exactly. And uh, but I look at I look at the whole thing and I'm still kind of biting my nails because, man, if any of these like any of these players who make over, like, $5 million get hurt other than Tyler Myers. It's probably not going to be good. And I, 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 you know, I look at some of their the other teams in their um, division. Like, we know that the Seattle Kraken can have all three of their goalies get hurt and it won't matter because <laughs> they'll just bring in some <laughs> guy who makes, like, less money but is as good as any of their other guys. Um and yeah, they're they're just real uh they're they're they got a lot of um hey, uh sure would be nice if that guy worked out, you know, and uh not a lot of like certainty. So it's going to be really interesting if it ends up that uh you know, we're staring down the barrel of five more nope. Let's take a look uh one, two, three, four, five, six more seasons is 30 year old jt miller and elias peterson Peter- uh leaving at the end of the year that could be um that could be really interesting and it'll be wild for me because it will be like the ultimate vindication but it, but i also just will not care anymore like this is already the least I've cared and it's the least I've like, it's the most freed I've felt just being like, Hey, I'm going to go into the season and just like, whatever happens is going to happen. And I'm not going to be upset about it. Uh, But you know, if they lose their best player next year and they're looking at either like, you know, a rebuild or a sort of Frankenstein, like, new york islanders thing where they lose their best player but they still like stay okay to good i'm just gonna be officially like okay call me when they make the playoffs because i i just don't i don't care anymore i don't have a reason to watch this team um so that's very interesting and like i said the the prospect uh yeah, both excites me and, uh, and gives me a feeling of dread in equal measure.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to watch football with JD until, until nice. that's over. And uh, that's cool. And then maybe see how things are going when I'm back. That's cool. <laughs> so that's it for me. I, I'm I'm going to go try to go buy some uh, puzzle toys for, for this puppy. Nice. Um, so I can kick his brain's ass a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to jet now, but uh, I'm glad that we did another episode. Yeah, um, totally. And uh, yeah, let's hope somebody fights the training camp. And we have something to talk about.
1: That would be really cool. I would love it if that happens. Um, oh, I'd, so, I'd be so happy. It would be so good. Uh, it would just be that uh, it would be we'd have we. it would be like, there they are. They're truth. back, folks. They're being stupid right. again. <laughs> Dumb things are happening. See, I feel like off annoying. ice, high up off, it,
0: off ice scandals. Those are getting kind of boring now. Yeah. Give me lawsuits I am bored I do that stuff at work yeah, I uh, absolutely. uh I want see I'm to see some I see more player hate okay I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take off thank you All everybody right. yeah uh, check out our we've kept out the patrons uh totally I'll, I'll just continue on with this part thank uh, you. Yes. patreon.com slash rocksfever uh, what do we do the last one on Roger oh, right. Nielsen Roger Nielsen yeah big there's a very good one up. Jackson did a lot of great research yeah totally. uh there was actually a nice, there there's some nice dog references in there if anybody that's was right about the yes. dog talk today
1: if you like dogs, it's a good episode to listen to. I'm also going to plug one more thing. Um, I'm in a band again, and uh, we just put out a single. I'll put the link tree in the uh description, but uh, it's probably the happiest I've been with something it's, I've released in a really long time. It's great.
0: Thank you. I listened to about three of the songs like on the work, and it's great. It's, oh yeah, it's... there's a
1: new one now. There's a yeah. single uh after the the EP. Nice. So so yeah, you should check out the single too. Nice. Uh, it's in the it's in the link tree, which I will put. Or I will get Justin to put in the yeah. description. And then I will also add that. When are, when are you in Vancouver? Uh, it's not for a while, but if any, I'm okay. sure we do have listeners in Victoria and uh, we're going to be yeah. playing lucky bar on September 22nd uh, show at seven. And I have uh, a free ticket left. If someone wants it, uh, because it. I sold like all my tickets, which is crazy. So if you're listening to this <laughs> and you would like a free ticket to the show, uh, DM me or something or or call me on the phone or, you know, just just find me downtown and, and, and accost me and yell my name or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, everybody. Good night.